gunman, and she is willing to take the next bullet. It's in her face. It's in her eyes. She's willing to take the next bullet. The shooter knows it. His finger squeezes, but he can't quite complete the pressure on the trigger to release the next shot. He can't shoot her. He's not there to shoot her. The carousel continues its clockwise rotation as a young man wearing a University of Georgia Bulldogs sweatshirt flies into the frame from off-screen, delivering a devastating tackle that flattens the assassin, separating him from his weapon. The carousel comes back around. The young woman is holding the man's head in her lap, kissing his face, saying, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. Friday, October 11th, a few minutes before 7 p.m. Heavy snow, 22 degrees. A car crawled into Lauren Crowder's view. Below her, the street descended steeply. At the bottom of the hill, the car's headlights brightened the falling snow with blunt tunnels of light. When the vehicle stopped, she guessed that it was about halfway down the block on the far side of the road. Originally, her plan had been to go back up the driveway and wait in the shelter of Emma's front porch. Now she wasn't sure she would have time to make it that far. Instead, she watched the street, readied herself, and waited. The headlights snapped off in a blink, the extinguishing of two vanilla flames. The driver's door opened, and the dimmer glow of the dome bulb flashed on, then off. The silhouettes vaporized, and the car and driver disappeared in the mosaic of the storm. Lauren held a gloved hand, the left one, out in front of her at arm's length. Her fingers spread and tried to count her digits. She couldn't. Her anxiety sharpened. She rationalized, trying to write off the visual difficulty to the effects of the storm. She forced her focus to drift above her fingertips, beyond her outstretched hand, back down the street in front of her, so she could have even a prayer of seeing the approaching shadow she was certain would soon appear out of this thick fog of snowflakes. The shadow would be coming for Emma Spire. She threaded the index finger of her right hand through the trigger guard of the handgun she held by her side. Her shoulder was beginning to sag from the drag of the weapon's weight. Her anxiety was abating now, her pulse slowing. That surprised her. Until this moment, she had been ambivalent about the wisdom of her decision to come here tonight to protect Emma, unsure of the true meaning of the voicemail message she had heard earlier. Reminding herself again to focus on the present danger, she narrowed her attention to the street in front of her and waited for a man to appear from the frozen mist or to make a telltale sound as he approached. There, a flutter of darkness in the sea of white, like flotsam, there for only a second, then gone as though it had settled behind an ocean swell. That was him. Was it? How close? Fifty feet? Seventy-five? Loud enough to be heard over the wind gusting with the storm shield. Go away! Leave her alone! I have a gun! Over the thunder of the pounding of her heart, she thought she heard a grunt in response. Oh, God! I mean it! I'm serious! Go away now! I have a gun! I'll shoot! I'll use it! Leave her alone! Would she really use the gun? She wished desperately that she could see more clearly. A dense squall line of snow floated past, and for a moment a narrow seam ripped open in the sheet of white. In that instant, she thought she saw a face framed in a tightly cinched dark blue hood that quickly dissolved into a mask that seemed painted with rage. She thought the man's eyes looked like fire. She was frightened now. 
The air that entered her nostrils was icy and bit at her membranes like frozen steel. The terrible mask reappeared. She thought she saw the mouth opening, and she waited for the spectral figure to speak. In the twisted features of the face, she saw the devil's own brand of rage, but instead of words, she heard a scream, something primitive and guttural and unintelligible. Oh, God! A fresh gust of wind-whipped snow blew shut the tiny window of clarity, and she felt the space narrow. In fear, she raised her hand, the right hand, the one with the gun. She waited a moment, then raised the weapon farther. There, that's high enough. She watched. She listened. She blinked away the snow. Unsure, she tilted the barrel higher. The slope of the terrain was invisible to her. A bright spot, a distant light, filled her vision. She aimed there toward that spot. That has to be high enough. She was terrified now. A knot of pressure filled her gut. Suddenly...